Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts with Joel Domit and Jamie Lang. What do you think of um, Jamie's tattoos, John? Um, I think uh, I think they're great. I think they're absolutely wonderful. What, what do you like really about nice. tattoos? Because you have a few, don't you? I have a few tattoos. I just this is one of uh, this one's of Gregory Peck. Oh yeah, I was um, going to say Gregory Peck. You should have got it on your peck. I should have. I thought about it, but it's hairy. I didn't want it to look like he had a hairy <laughs> face. <laughs> Because he didn't have any hair on his face. No. It's well known. Very smooth. Um, it says Paradigm Case under, underneath him. Um, mm. That's the movie that he was in. And for all of the people who, who don't know who Gregory Peck is, who is Gregory Peck? And Gregory Peck is <laughs> it's an actor in the... In the of course. Uh, I'm going to say 50s. 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50s. 50s. 52 was his big movie. Really? Yeah. Really? You know that? Yeah. Dancing with the Wolves. That was one of his favourites. <laughs> Dances with Wolves. Oh, no, and he wasn't in that. He wasn't. Oh. Uh, wasn't that um, Ke- Kevin... Um, Kevin... Kevin Hart. No. <laughs> it wasn't Kevin Hart in that one. What's his name? Kevin um, Connolly. Kevin... Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, yeah. Is it Kevin Costner? He's in Dances yeah. with Wolves. I think, you, I think you maybe uh, yeah. were right, yeah. No, or, or he's... It, my favourite movie that Gregory Peake was in was Sound Peak. of... <laughs> <laughs> Gregory Peake. Yeah. I was yeah. Sound of Music. He was great mm, in that. He was great. He played the uh, the Nazis, yeah. all of them. Oh, you were so conscious about saying Nazi, just then you were like, Nazi. can I say that? Yeah, let's say the N-word. <laughs> um, the... Uh, <laughs> the uh, um, this is the this is a movie that he was in, and it's the movie that my grandparents saw together on their first date. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't seen it, but apparently it's really shit. So <laughs> it's apparently really shit. But it's the Alfred Hitchcock movie that everyone hates. Uh, so um, so I thought that I'd get that tattooed on me forever. It's really fun because you. And can what move about his, the numbers? Is you can a, move his face. You can move his face and be like, oh, I'm angry. Oh, I'm happy. Well, that's cool, oh, oh, intrigued. Yeah, that's funny for about a second, and then it becomes quite weird. I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's never funny on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's impossible to be funny on the podcast because they can't visually they can't see it. See it at all. So the numbers, what do they mean? Are they co- a That's, coded message? You should know this, Francis Ball. Uh, this is, you're an intelligent man. This is pi to 106 ah, decimal okay, places. Yeah. Um, is that so you could cheat in your exam? <laughs> you yeah. got it tattooed on you. Sorry, I can't help it. I tattooed it on me. So. Absolutely. Exactly. The divine ratio. <laughs> I've got the whole of the mi- of mice and men tattooed on my back. <laughs> <laughs> The whole thing. Living off the fat of the land. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to turn the rabbits, George. I don't want to turn the rabbits. George, do you want to ketchup? Is it ketchup? Is it ketchup he wants? I want some ketchup. Does he always want that? I don't think I remember no, I, don't. Yeah, I don't think Heinz was invented. <laughs> just... It was called catsup back then. Yeah. And what was um, Curly's wife? Yeah, oh, Curly's wife. Oh, Curly. I'll see you down in the shed, George. <laughs> the little... Hussy, is that happening? <laughs> <laughs> You're just making it up now. I'm sorry. I suppose that's interesting, though, Joe. What were you like in school? 
Um, I was a bit of a, a sort of a rascal, really. Did you do Of Mice and Men for GCSE? Absolutely. So, so the, we, um, we were all the same age, so we were all around the same syllabus. It was the, the last syllabus. book that I read before my own one. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, um, I was kind of weird. I was like weirdly keen, um, but so keen that I was disruptive. You know yeah. how like, yeah. like like tattooing pie yeah. on your arm instead yeah. of learning it. So yeah. Exactly. We the reason I've got it on my arm is because I memorized it to 106 decimal places, and um, me and my that's friend, nuts. yeah, me and my friend Steve, we went up and wrote it on the board, and that's just like dis- that's disruptive. You know, we they, she was like, "Can you all remember pie, please?" And we were like, "Yeah." We went away, alerted to 100 decimal places, and then just like ruined the class because. We were just like, we know it's 100 decimal places. We want to write on the board, please. And I just like wrote on the board until we got thrown out. And um, <laughs> started going mad. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's like beautiful minds just writing on. And you probably thought you were when you were doing that. Totally. Like, God, we're so, we're so quirky. We're so good. We're geniuses. Oh, we're so good at this. And um, But we, uh, yeah, so we were I was just like an average student. But you were also, and I, I know we seem to be talking about sex a lot, but you were a late bloomer, weren't you? You were. You, you, yeah, I didn't really. I didn't. I didn't do real sex until um, after the until well, until that until scene <laughs> that scene with Sienna Miller. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did, I did, I did. I think I lost my virginity yeah. like eighteen. Really? Um, you had a sex scene with Sienna Miller. I had a sex scene with Sienna Miller in a movie called "Of, um, of Mice and Men." No, <laughs> 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 you were playing Curly's wife. <laughs> I was playing the rabbit. She was playing George. And um, the um, no, she, it was called uh, uh, what's it called? Um, you the forgot edge, which edge of, love, ed, uh, edge of Love. Edge of Love. It's um, the story. Uh, the story of Dylan Thomas, um, um, the Welsh poet, and um, I. Um, yeah, I just had like a small part where basically I sort of it was had sex with Sienna Miller. Had sex with Sienna Miller. That was it. I was sort of literally in and out. And um, uh, I um, I was called the Train Soldier. That was my oh, right. <laughs> that was the name of my part. Because, when was this? Uh, this is when I was about nineteen, I think. Oh. And uh, so it's a long time. What's that? Did you see it? Yes. I think I might have seen I'm it. Like, do you want to watch it now? Do you want to watch yes. the scene with me? I would me love in? that. So basically, um, well, just but but you, the scene was actually never aired, was it? No. Because what happened? So we did a sex scene. Bear in mind, I'd never had. I've only had a real sex one person in my life at this point, and then I was supposed to do fake sex with Sienna Miller. <laughs> and I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. I was just like freaking out. It's like, what if I've been doing it weird? <laughs> Like I've been, I was freaking out. I was just like, oh no! And then I was really panicked. Genuinely, I was, you know, I was like nineteen. I got an erection like when the bus was shaky. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like spaff all over the cameras. And I'm like, <laughs> there's nothing better than just hearing someone's reaction in the background to the word spaff. <laughs> and um, but I, uh, I was just like really panicking, and so. You know, I was like, I'm, I'm, you, are you supposed to get an erection? Are you supposed to not get an erection? Yeah, I didn't. I'm really, really unsure what I was. Were you asking Sienna this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what do you do, Sienna? She's like, oh, Making God. Sienna panic as well. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, how do you do real sex, Sienna? Um, and uh, so we, um, uh, we, we did this, this sex scene and it was really weird. And um, we didn't go full sex. We sort of, as we did it, we kind of like... Slowly but sure, I've sort of followed her basically, and she put her hands up my shirt, and I put my hands up her shirt, and then we sort of like she took off my clothes a bit, and I took off her clothes a bit, and then copying everything, just copying everything. Yeah, it was like Simon says. (laughs) 
and um, and then uh, we finished. We said they they yelled cut, and um, you finished. I, fin- I finished. You, yeah, you finished. Then they yelled cut. <laughs> then they yelled cut. They were like, "Oh my god!" We're... And um, uh, yeah, and it was like it was. Uh, so I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And um, and then it was cut from the movie. Oh no! But didn't the, the director said something before when you were panicking? Wasn't <laughs> this it? is so so um, entwined in passion was in the in the script. That's all it said in the script. It said entwined with passion, and um, and so I was like, that's so aloof, so, it's so vague, <laughs> you know. And I didn't really know what it meant. And so I I asked Sienna Miller, and she was like, I don't really know what it means either. And um, so we asked the director, who was this amazing flamboyant uh, director, like an uh, American dude. And I was like, oh, what, what does, uh, you know, um, entwine and passion mean? And he just went, oh, whatever you straight people do. <laughs> I was like, oh, that doesn't help at all, mate. That doesn't help at all. And, um, and so we sort of did what, what, what straight people did. And um, What is that? I, I, I had no idea. <laughs> I, I literally, all I, all I knew was just like, you know what I'd uh, what I'd sort of thought about in my bedroom and by myself, and um, I'd absolutely no idea what I was doing. And then it got cut out of the film anyway, completely cut. So it was my word against everyone else's, and um, it's uh, it got replaced in the movie by the classic metaphor of a train going through a tunnel. <laughs> Really? <laughs> really? A steam train. Do you, do you have? Do you have? I got the. Video. I know this is not great for podcast vibes, but um, oh, we can put it on the Instagram. Um, but it's got a you know, edge of love train. Train. Here we go. Is this, so this is this is this, you actually in it. This is me actually in it, and this is every bit of me in the film. Like yeah. I'm not this. I'm, this isn't a part of me in the film. This is. All of me the in the entirety film. of your and appearance. bear in mind this YouTube clip is forty seconds long. <laughs> so um, here let's, we... put, let's put it right up to the mic as well, so we can. Sorry. You're basically running after her down the down the train. There you go. That was the train oh, going through the tunnel. Is that it? Is that it? That's it. it? <laughs> So it's Sienna Miller smoking a cigarette. You, you sit, quickly see you opposite her looking, yeah. Have you smiling. ever tried to get the actual original rushes? Uh, no, I haven't. I'd love to see them. Oh, my God, that'd be incredible. So, basically, Why do you think they cut it out? Um, I, I mean, I think it's because... What did you do that was a, weird? A 19-year-old fumbling around with a bra. <laughs> um, I was... Uh, but yeah, probably. It was just a bit weird. And also... You know, once you realise that you can cut it out and replace it with a train going through a tunnel, I think you get the idea. Yeah. It was very early on in the film, and I think the the idea was to set her up as a floozy, you know, mm. set her up as this sort of... Seductress. Uh, yeah, like someone who sort of sleeps with people on a train, you know? Mm. And um, so that was my job to sort of do that. And basically, it conveyed it easily with her flirting with me and then walking to the back. You and they were like, can you do this? You're like, can I? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. yes, please. This is incredible. Um and uh, yeah, so it got it got it got cut out. So it's go and it. check out the clip on YouTube, guys. Also, what we do, Joe, is we have questions from social media. So Ooh. we get people to send in questions, and we have one for you, which is probably a little bit tricky, but I suppose you could say it is. Um, it's from Rosie, who says, "Who were who are you closest to from the jungle?" Um, who am I closest to from the jungle? Probably, probably Scarlet. I'd say. Yeah, because um, you guys work together. Because we work together still, we still talk to each other. She's working on the same sort of stuff that I kind of work on. So, 
you know, we kind of um, we see each other in passing. We're on various shows together and various um, trains, various trains, <laughs> flirting with each other across uh, a cigarette. And um, it was just, I find it really funny that that's how the people used to flirt in the 1940s. So you really, just look uh, at each other and just like, I mean, I that's love it. That. That's imagine, it. Imagine that you didn't have to speak at all. But the amount of times you got laid, you just stare at people in front of now. So you would have got what? laid the whole time. That's it. But I did have lines, but they were all cut. But I had lines and in the back in the train when we were pre-sex and uh, when we were flirting over a cigarette. Uh, just because apparently in the 1940s, um, the people used to flirt by sort of shortening their lives. But this is, yeah. a, this is interesting. This is a good for another question we have from Rob McConkie, who says, what's your <clears throat> biggest work-related regret? Oh, great Yeah, question. that's a good one. Thanks, Rory, Thanks, for that. Rory. Love that. Oh, um, oh, no, his name's Rob. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. I mean, aside from doing this podcast, I um, oh. no joke, guys. I love this. We're number one. Number we are one. number one. We can't get better. We can't You're get better. Number one in the UK. That's so yeah. great. Well yeah. done. Well done. Well, I'll look forward to us. Maybe even the world. We don't know. Maybe the world. Ah, we're not the world. That's, we, we, we don't know, do we? You can check pretty easily. We're not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, we're definitely not. Um, I look forward. So, what to is your what those... is your biggest? work-related regret or do you not have one hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, well, I, I'm not a regretty vibe person. I don't like, I think like all roads have led to here and I've had a great time. So like, yeah. you know, whatever I've done, it's... All roads lead to private parts. All roads lead for, to private parts, sat between Francis Ball and Jamie Lang. And mm-hmm. what an absolute delight of a sandwich this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, it's tasty and it has no crust. It has no crust. Slightly toasted. Plenty of filling. Yeah, a lot of condiments like mayonnaise. Yeah. Condiments. Condiments. <laughs> yeah. You know, that French word. <laughs> Wait, on, so what is your so you don't okay what what thing what work have you done that you're a bit like mm, i'm not too sure um, have you done one france as well have you done something where you just don't made in chelsea <laughs> <laughs> do you, still do, still second guessing it maybe Lu, lucy watson do you remember lucy yeah, watson? yeah, yeah. you actually because when we first met or you were doing a, a show for made in chelsea back yes. seven years ago something like that you were you were hosting a show and talking to us she did something called which i spoke to about when she came on the podcast she's something called the boyfriend arm which is basically where if you're lonely at night you can get an arm and it can oh, be yeah. it can be like the hulk's arm or it can be john snow's arm it can be anyone's arm and you just lard across it so it looks like you have a boyfriend but it's just some person's arm and she did that as a branded deal oh my god <laughs> that is incredible but uh, yeah was she proud of that that uh... dude she's proud of everything man yeah. She's She's, yeah, exactly. There's no point regretting anything. I know. Either. Yeah, I mean, I, it's all part of the rich tapestry of life. There's so many gigs and stuff that you sort of sign yourself up to that you're like, when you're there, you're like, oh, why am I doing this? You know, mm. and it's um, it's like I'm doing my final tour date in Haze. I regret that. Um, <laughs> it's like I'm doing like so such amazing places. Like I did the Hammersmith Apollo twice, and I did like. Bristol Colston Hall, which is my hometown gig, and you know, these massive, beautiful, amazing venues. 
And my agent halfway through the tour was like, you know what? We, just, we sold out the first Hayes date. Let's just put on another one in Hayes at the end. <laughs> and I was at the time, I was like, yeah, it's absolutely fine. You're a sucker fine. for the money, Joel. Yeah. You'll do it. <laughs> absolutely fine. And then it's just like, it's on the end. It's not really so. It's can't be bothered to do it. It's uh, such a weird day because of the hamsters with Apollo date. So everyone in that area went to see my hamsters. Uh, but, um, but, but did you sold out? We'll come Hammer to the Smith. Hayes one. Oh, yeah, mate, come to the Hayes one. Yeah. Genuinely, it's a really yeah. fun venue and it's a, a really nice budget. So it's going to be a really fun And you've got some spare seats going. There's yeah. a few spare seats there, mate. Come like, on over. Like the way you backtracked there. Yeah. But it's true, but you, dude, you sold out the Hammersmith Apollo. That's insane. Mm. It's absolutely mental. It's absolutely, and it's a dream of mine. And uh, so it was, uh, it was like really incredible. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. And um, This is the Hayes one? Or? No, this is, uh, just, I think I will enjoy the Hayes. I've done one at Hayes already and that was really fun. So, but the, um, yeah, I did the Hammersmith Apollo and then, I was sort of uh, asked the idea of recording my show for, for sort of put it as a special. And um, and so I was like, I, I was like, I could do it in like a home gig at like Colson Hall. I could do the Hammersmith Apollo, but I feel like loads of people have done it in the Hammersmith Apollo. So instead, I thought it'd be really funny to record it in Leicester. <laughs> and so a couple of weeks ago, I recorded my tour show in Leicester at the Montford Hall. <laughs> And it was just so funny. I was just really? like, it was just really great, you know. And I, I recorded it, you know, and it was, um, it was brilliant, really fun. I like, you know, because nobody records their specials in Leicester. Like comedians from Leicester don't record their shows in Leicester. <laughs> I got my hair transplant in Nottingham. No one does it there. No one does it there. Yeah. How is your hair transplant? It's, it's going to look all right, I think. Is it going to be all right? Is it working? Not yet. Well, it takes a while to grow, grow in, I think. Yeah. The, when I saw you last time, there was like there was it, hair there, like it was. Has that, has that hair then fallen out? The hair's now done the shredding. Okay, shedding. <laughs> yeah, sh- oh, the shredding. <laughs> yeah, sh- oh, shedding, not <laughs> shredding. <laughs> shredding all this. Sorry, documents. I just I just shred the slopes. That's what I do. <laughs> shred I, the been treading loads of slopes recently. That's why I get confused between the two. <laughs> um, but dude, listen, you you are you're you're killing it at the moment. I mean, you sold. I guess you sold like a hundred thousand. Tickets, the haven't tour you? Dates, yeah. wow. You've got uh, your Nish and um, yourself new show coming out, which yeah. is so exciting on Comedy Central. Joel and Nish vs. the World, which was uh, the first season was on Comedy Central and it's now on Netflix. So go and watch that on Netflix if you fancy it. And um, I'm going to watch it tonight. Oh, please do. Yeah, please do. Go ahead, watch that, and then my Pornhub, and then go oh, to yeah. sleep. <laughs> yeah. And oh, uh, I won't be sleeping after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone checks my my search history in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, Joel Domit what was it Joel Domit Skype wank <laughs> Joel Domit Skype wank Joel Domit Sienna Miller um, and, uh, and, and and you're going and, so, and your tour is still we can still get tickets yeah the tour for the Hayes date that's really fun and then um, yeah so the second series of Joel and Nish we just finished filming that so that's going to come on Comedy Central at the end of the year and, uh, and then that'll go to Netflix eventually. And so that it's just kind of, and then go back to the jungle. And it's, you know, it's all, honestly, I'm having the best time. It's just the best thing. I'm in more control of it all more mm. now. I can just sort of pick the stuff, not, you know, pick what I want to do, but I can definitely, I feel more in charge of it. And mm. I still love stand up and I do that as much as I can. And uh, I'm writing a new show now, which is so fun to get back to writing a new show. And, you know, just get back to, like, having a list of stuff that you think is funny and then just, like, running through it with an audience on a Monday. It's just the, that, for me, is the most fun. I kind of would rather do new stuff in front of 50 people than old stuff in front of 5,000, mm. you know. So 
Um, so it's like it's really fun to get back to it, and uh, I just I'm just loving it. I'm having such a Dude, great time. Well, you deserve all the success in the world. You really you're the nicest person ever. You work super hard, and you're just super talented. Oh my god! Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much, Jamie. When you leave, the daggers in your back. He was a knob. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're not even going to put this out. (laughs) He just wanted to meet his favourite porn star. Yeah, Yeah, it's absolutely fine, mate. We've met before. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Listen, Joel, um, buddy, that's all we've got time for. Oh, no, we haven't. Oh, yeah, I thought we hadn't done the answer to the question of the week, but we have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. No, we haven't. No, no, we haven't. No, we haven't. Oh, my God. The best to last. Do you remember what you guys said? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? What is it? I said I Greenland. said Denmark and you said Greenland. I said Greenland. Um the answer is Tasmania. Oh. I should have known that. I've been there. Yeah. That's so interesting. Uh, and you were probably struck by the uh, clean air. Ta- right? Tas- I was Yeah, sorry, go. No, you go. I was just I've been there. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to reiterate that point. It's um, it's, it nice. It's an amazing place. There's a uh, the the MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art there, mm. and uh, sort of famously, that's an incredible place to go. And you get on a boat to get to it, and you go there, and there's an amazing thing where it's got casts of vaginas on the wall. It's got like <clears> 52, <throat> I think, casts of different vaginas on the wall, and, and you'd have one. Who's vaginas? Who's vaginas? And I have no idea. Had Stacey's probably the um <laughs> the. Um, but no, honestly, I've I have no idea. But just random people, and um, I mean, I assume they were consenting. And uh, you just—it's it's quite hard to One cast someone yeah, yeah. while they're sleeping. <laughs> quite weird. Just, yeah. like, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> casting just your vagina. Do it with someone obviously sat, just about to yeah. sit down on a park bench. <laughs> and just like, oh, sorry, sorry, and run off with your hood up. I got you. <laughs> I cast you. This is going in MoMA, Tasmania. <laughs> Interesting about Tasmania. Tasmania is one of the uh, only places to nearly have a genocide happen there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it's really, it's really bad stuff. Like yeah. it's, I mean, Australia in general is, it has sort of some dark, weird things going on. Like you, um, you go to sort of New Zealand and they have museums which really sort of talk about the kind of horrific things that have happened in the past with sort of um, colonization and things and uh, sort of uh, almost sort of owning up to it and going, it's horrific, but this is, you know, how we've dealt with it and blah, blah, blah. And uh, Peter's taught much more in schools. So I feel like, I mean, I could be very, um, I'm very naive to this, so maybe I'm wrong. They hide it. it. They do tend to hide it a little bit. And I don't think that really helps the sort of uh, racial situation. Yeah. But do you know that Australia, before um, humans uh, inhabited it, uh, they had they had like six foot or seven foot kangaroos and they had like massive saber tooth, marsupial saber tooth tigers. Like all these, pretty much all of the dominant species in in Australia were marsupials. Wow. And then then very, within the space of like, uh, you know, you know, I guess maybe a thousand well no even less than a thousand years of humans being there they were all just extinct oh well not only that is that there's a game called the field mm. game that's played at Eton and the only other place in the world it's played is in a prison in Australia because everyone who's from Eton's done fraud mm. and goes to Australia for prison wow yeah yeah that's so interesting and that's the thing we're going doing John Lynch versus the world we go to these amazing places you know we've been did to you just a- say everyone from Australia's done fraud <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Prison. pop that on a t-shirt <laughs> oh god so hello to everyone in Australia <laughs> yeah. What is the podcast? The, Just to um, clear that up, we, we, we don't think that. No, we don't think that at all. But um, but we do think that. So um, <laughs> no, the uh, uh, John Lynch first of all, you know, we've been to like Kenya, we've been to 
um, Argentina, Peru, like Japan, and um, been some incredible places, like the most Im- amazing places. And basically, a majority of these places you go to, you just realize you're like, oh my God, white people are dicks, man. <laughs> like, white people are really like absolute dickheads. We really have like ruined a lot of places. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. And mm. um, it's very interesting just to sort of learn the sort of, you know, went to Tahiti and learned about the colonization of that. and and um you're so well cultured look at you i mean not really i really for someone who got caught wanking on the internet in their living room he's a very well cultured little lad and i love the way our podcast is a cyclical like that started with that and we finished with that so it's a cycle yeah. it's cyclical if you want to cyclical that's the kind of thing you learn in private school well he, yeah. he says it does a cyclical you mean it does a cycle anyway it is cyclical. tomato tomato it doesn't really matter does it <laughs> we're at the end of the podcast so who cares francis and also joel what we like to do is we like to leave our listeners uh, with something inspirational. So please, Joel, give our listeners something inspirational. Oof. Um, Anything you want. Well, um, God. Um, inspiration. Guys, hi. My name's Joel Domit. And uh, I'd say if uh, my inspirational quote is uh, if you meet someone online, please. Make sure that they are a real person <laughs> before you get your dick out. <laughs> Very well, wise words. Wise uh, words from Domit. Take heed, Jamie. <laughs> take, shut up. Take heed, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, make sure they're real before you get your dick out. <laughs> Joel, thanks so much, guys. Uh, we will see you next week for another episode of Private Parts. Peace. See ya. Bye-bye. Ciao. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.